One, two, three, four, pop culture. Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat? And we came back yet again. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And it's the Pop Culture Hoot Nanny. <laughs> so. So silly every time. Um, hey, yeah, it is. Not? It is what it is. Oh, man. Have I got things to share this week? Go for it, because I am ill-prepared. Okay. Um, I've seen three movies in the last two weeks. All right. All right. Um, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. I want to cover this ground. All right. Every bad review on the internet that you have possibly read or seen on, on YouTube is genuinely accurate. Um, it It's not that good of a film. Yeah, it's... I mean... I mean, it's... Oh, I can't say it's a remake of the one from the 70s because I didn't watch the new one yet. But, I mean, that's what I got from it, from the commercials and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Is he looking for the giant sea snail? No. Then no. it's not a remake. No. He, he's going to an island where there is a dragon that does something. And I can't remember what it is, but I will tell you this. The plot line has so many MacGuffins, so many things that just make everything work out for no reason. Yeah. Like Antonio Banderas is in it. Okay. He plays Dr. Doolittle's dead wife's father. Okay. He's also like some kind of like warlord or king of a city or like leader of a province or a pirate. I, I Whatever it was, it seemed like it was more of a violent, um, aggressive uh, dominion over certain populations or something. I don't know. He was very important in this city, right? All right. And <clears throat> I, I won't go into great detail, but he refuses to help him. And then through no real, real, real reason, his attitude just completely changes. Now, Dr. Doodle. It, 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 it's just one of those things where it's like there's no reason for it. Yeah. The story didn't give you a plot line to give you like the reason to where he would see completely changing his opinion on one thing. That's just one thing, all right? All right. Two, Robert Downey's accent, it's almost like he wanted to be Sherlock Holmes, but Welsh. Like, like, like more. I don't know. Like his accent was very bizarre, and I don't know if anybody. Um, I would suspect voice acting coaches are probably like, "What the fuck is that?" Because <laughs> it, it's not even okay. It's not English. It's not Irish. It's just Pikey. It's something like Pikey minus the complete. Um, how can I say it? Uh, the complete vocabulary change for everything, like right. eggs, dogs, and all that kind of stuff. But it's still that kind of like short. 
I don't know. It just, it freaks me the fuck out. Fair enough. I don't know how to, I, 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 I'm upset. Hmm. I hoped Robert Downey Jr.'s exit out of the MCU would have arrived with more fanfare than this. Well. I, I, I'm really, uh, first of all, it's a January movie. No one goes and sees movies in January, like not like it, uh, January, like mid January through late February is like dead time for most movies, unless there's a special event going on, or unless there's a special reason why this movie is playing in February. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But in most cases, that's dead time for movies. So yeah. not only does it come out from Endgame, snapping his fingers, killing Thanos. Being the Billy Badass remembered hero that started an entire franchise the world has never seen before. Or at least paid as much money to, to view <laughs> to Dr. Doolittle. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Now, the positives of that movie? The animation for the animals were pretty darn good. They weren't like Lion King real. They were actually more like if you tried to make a liver action version of a cartoon. Like, you know how we discussed The Lion King yeah. and how you could anthropomorphically put faces? It's almost like you could do that better with that. They, right. did, they did a good job with the animals. The, the special effects are pretty sweet. Or the, you know, the, the, the CGI is sweet. But the movie is horrible. It's, and I understand it's for kids. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, like a beginning, middle, end is usually how stories run. We've had a bad year of shit like that for high-budget movies or bigger things. Star Wars. <coughs> beginning, middle, end. <coughs> um, yeah. Meh. I don't know. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. I mean, I... I My kids want to see it, so... Well, I mean, you know. It's it's like I said, kid for for kids it's fine. Yeah. For me, I mean, granted, I you know I went with Tori and she's all about the animals. She doesn't care about Robert Downey in this thing. It's about the polar bear wearing a cap for no reason because he gets cold because it's a mental condition. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. but I mean, like she's there for that. Yeah. But I went, you know, I understand it's a kids movie and the plot for kids, they won't find any holes in it. Why would they? Like, oh yeah, now he's on our side. You know, I mean, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Now, moving away from Dr. Doolittle, my disappointment. I'm away. Everything else is completely happy about. All right. 1917. Yeah. Um, it's not an entire one shot, obviously, like I've discussed before. Yeah. But I think the way they made this movie was almost like they did massive long takes and then somehow f- pause things or like they would stop a camera rotation just in time to have them off frame for half a second before they step into it to where they can like stop. Yeah. Cam- I don't know. But either way, like I could only count like three times where it seemed like it was possible that they switched it up. But other than that, it was a seamless movie. Um, yeah. 
there was a game that came out not too long ago that I've talked about, God of War, right? Yep. It had a over-the-shoulder perspective that never left the the player. Yeah. So even in you know everything moves seamlessly. As soon as the things ended, it you know, it slowly phased back into where the player controls the character position. Anyways, it was kind of like that. Everything was at is at eye level, almost as though you're like I don't want to say a ghost, but some kind of you know like you're just an observing entity. Yeah. The the camera is meant to be like a person with no lines. Yeah. It is an amazingly beautiful movie. It's a fucked up movie. Things happen in it that I don't want to get into, but like when they happen, you get hit. You you take like you go, "Oh no." You know what I mean? Like you you actually feel something for the journey. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Like a lot of movies you can sit there and watch and it's kind of like stale like, all right, you know, after enough movies you can generally just guess the plot and how something's going to work out or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But in this, it hit you like it was a real life event. And you yeah, have a moment, you. You, I don't know, you have a moment of real emotion with it. It was good. Both those kids, both those young actors phenomenal job I don't know their names but phenomenal job like they must have did 15 minute long dialogue scenes while walking through the trenches of World War One I. I mean these scene these 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 scenes lasted for just about as long as I've been talking <laughs> just saying but yeah so yep yeah I got no interest in watching it but just don't I don't know can't get into war movies. Why is that? I don't know. I just never have. I've never really war movies. Just I don't know. Don't have any interest to watch them. Never have. And not to say that I haven't watched some. I mean I've watched you know plenty of war movies. I just I don't know. Don't keep my attention. I just kind of I don't know fade in and out of them. No, jeez, well. Yeah, no. Don't know what to say to that. I know. I don't. I have no <laughs> no reason why. I don't know. I I I. I it just like have no attention for war movies. No. Okay. My my attention span is just like do do do. Well, I mean, it was almost like that while I was telling my review. <laughs> um. Well, then allow me to move on to the gentleman. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, not Guy Ritchie's best movie, but I also believe that nostalgia plays a role into that, like Black Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch being in my more younger, impressionable youth and being the first time I've ever seen cinematic stylings of Guy Ritchie. Of course, yeah. I was more impressed. But I gotta give it a, I gotta give, put it up there in the category, like with Rock and Rolla, as far as the type of story it is. Yeah. The Gentleman is a great. It's a, it's a very good movie, and um, it, it Hugh Grant pretty good. Hugh Grant, they're saying might be nominated for something mm. in it. Um, yeah, why not? I I could have swore I heard something about that, but Hugh Grant's role in it is pretty darn good. He's very entertaining. I mean, I'm glad to hear it was good because, yep. like, yeah, looking at it, it's like yeah. After the 
the King Arthur movie, you're just oh like, well, that's Ugh. you. You can't, you can't. I know. I mean, everyone yeah. has their things where it's like King Arthur was just. It was it was good dialogue and a shitty story with over the top CGI ridiculousness. Yeah, but it was like I mean, a King Arthur, a theory and legend. It's just not. I, you're not the audience isn't there for that kind of movie anymore. It's a movie that's been told to death. Robin Hood's the same way. You know, Robin Hood. It's well, like a, you, you know, know an th- obsolete story. It's, well, I mean, yeah, the the King Arthur, there are only so many people who are Arthur buffs or King Arthur, you know, the Camelot thing. Like, I mean, you know, there's probably more people who are aware of Monty Python and the Holy Grail and that stuff than they actually are of (laughs) true Arthurian legend and all that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking because we're in America. You go over to England or whatever. There might be more people who are more, far more aware of that kind of stuff. Maybe. Well, it's yeah. possible. I would imagine definitely, considering it's their legend. <laughs> That'd be like, how many people? How many people believe in Sasquatch? You're not going to find that many people in England going, "Yep, I believe in Sasquatch." You're going to find a whole bunch of people. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, Justin. it is. It so is. There's, there's more than one. There in Australia, they have the Yowie. In uh, Asia, that's the Orang Pendek. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. everywhere. Everywhere? Everywhere? Like in that one that was a tree? <laughs> They're everywhere. That one that was a tree? Yeah. That. <laughs> um, but, uh, so anyways, uh, Matthew McConaughey plays the role very well. Um, his agency is explained very well. His uh, attitude towards things is... I mean, like, it's funny because uh, a couple of people I saw it with joked around and started sitting in the middle of the movie where, because he was, McConaughey was doing a cool customer type voice, like easy negotiation. <laughs> I heard a couple of people were talking, Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> Not back to the Lincolns. Right. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> But uh, Charlie DeHunnam, or Charlie Dun- what's his name? Hunnam? Hunnam? Oh, Hunnam? Hun- Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Hunnam, I think. Dude from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah, I know that who guy. you're talking about. Um, he, uh, he's, he's very good in it, too. I mean, like, everybody's got their role. There's not, there's only a couple, I would imagine, performances in that movie where you're just like, how'd they pull that off? There's only, like, one. And I think that's Hugh Grant. I think Hugh Grant's one of the best characters in that movie. Um, but I mean, there's there's so much going on. At one point, it breaks into a rap video. <laughs> I don't know. How hey, else why it's, not? I, it's Guy Ritchie, but there's a purpose behind it. But you know, it's just weird. Uh, it, it was great. I don't know. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I yeah. want to see that, but I'll give mm-hmm. it an eight 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 point seven out of ten. Good, good. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's movies are, like, they're very hit or miss. Like, you know, it just depends what it is. You you can watch one and be like, yeah, that was good. And then 
like I said, like King Arthur, that one just sticks out because it's you know one of the more yeah, recent it's, ones, and it's it was just the like worst of his, ugh, it was man. the worst of his bad movies. Yeah. You're just like, man, why? Just why? I don't know. It was the worst received of his movies for sure, but it was also the most anti what Guy Ritchie does. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Guy Ritchie is more like I would imagine some people. Uh, I could see probably people in England considering him to be their Martin Scorsese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Britain mafiosos. The Britain mafiosos. Yeah, you know that's that's generally what he does in most of his movies is British mob stuff, British British gangsters. You know, yeah, bra, yeah. bruv. You know, whatever, that kind of shit. So, but yeah. So what you got? Uh, nothing at all. Wow. I am so ill-prepared. I, like, I've been watching a lot of stupid shit. Like, uh, Zach Morris is trash. Oh, Zach Morris is trash is one of the greatest YouTube channels in the history of YouTube. In the history of the internet. Yeah, I mean. Zach Morris is trash. I've been watching that a lot because, I mean, just stupid shit. I started to watch The Norseman on uh, Netflix, uh-huh. not realizing it was a comedy. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm like, oh, I'll watch something about Vikings. And I watch like an episode and a half. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not what I expected. No. It's just fucking nonsense. Uh, just so I started watching that. I'll, I'll probably finish it because I got shit else to do. Right. Um... I don't know. I've been, I watched. I finished Hellier, and I've been watching a lot of uh, like random Bigfoot paranormal type documentary things uh, on Amazon Prime. Ah, uh, falling down that black hole. Yeah, forever down yeah. that black hole. Uh but yeah, I don't know. Nothing that sticks out. I have. I don't know. I've been doing shit for nothing for days. <laughs> this is, uh, what is it? Uh, so I'm trying to think of, like, I can't even, like, they're just bad ones. Like, I can't even think of names to even talk about them. Right. Let me see. What is, uh, so have you ever seen Riverdale? No. You've heard of it? Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. Uh, I've seen probably a handful of episodes, but Tori's been watching it, right? Yeah, my wife watches it. It's, it's, it, 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 it seems... It, edgy Archie. Yes, it's edgy Archie, but it's almost, like, ridiculous. Like, I'm sure it is. Like, you don't know what era the show takes place in. They have cell phones, yeah. But they also have computers at their desks that's like from the 1990s. All right. And no one uh like it's 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 like there there's no distinct time period. Like and half the town dresses from the 1950s like Jughead. Jughead's the kid from Big Daddy. The twins. Okay. They were on the Secret Life of Cody, Zach and yeah. Cody, or whatever. The Sweet Life—that's what it was. Yeah. The Sweet Life. Uh, those two kids 
and I don't know whether they share the role or not, but uh, that's that's Jughead. And instead of wearing like an actual crown thing or whatever, yeah, he wears a knit cap that ha- that folds up. That's a fold up crown. The entire show, like he acts like a badass. <laughs> tries to act like a badass in this leather jacket wearing this knit cap it's just a weird thing to see and then Archer of course Archie uh, the whole story there and all that kind of stuff it was weird but uh, it is kind of weird where they took that whole idea like a dark like you said like yeah, it's, edgy I mean, Archie it, it, and like and I, I think what they did was and maybe I'm wrong they took the seasons and certain storylines in the seasons based off of certain lines of the comic I would imagine yeah, they did and they just darked it up right they just like made it like today because like you know Archie like the serpents or whatever the, the, the gang yeah the, all right? the gang like the yeah. whole first season is like the gang like running drugs in the town and like people dying and shit like it's <laughs> like, mm. like I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. But, uh, yeah. So, I was watching that. Yeah. I watched uh, Carnival Row on okay. uh, Prime. That was okay. Yeah, it's Orlando Bloom and that yeah. Carla Vagalini. Yeah, something. Whatever. She's a, I think she's a lesbian, right? I have no Carl idea. Carl Delavine. Something. Carla Delavine. No, it was okay. It was weird m- murder mystery with was that a limited run i don't know if it's gonna have a second, second season. season it's i mean it's set up that it could have a second season but i don't know if it's going to or not right uh yeah i mean just like eight episodes i think eight it was either eight or ten Meh. i mean it was but yeah it's like a murder mystery and there's fairies and fucking just mythical creatures up the ass Mm -hmm. that are all servants to regular people or live in a... They're minorities and things of that nature. Do you like anything from Handles? No, I'm good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, just, I don't know. They basically all just end up on uh, this city block called the row and yeah yeah that's where they hang out when they're not working it's, <laughs> it's like the world of hellboy in that town except there's no one no one gives a shit pretty well, much it's yeah. not hidden right yeah that's weird it's just it, like when a, does it take place it's like the 18th century or 19 early 19th century yeah i guess like, yeah. i don't know i mean i would i would guess yeah, early 1900s. Okay. Where is it? Where else? Hmm. I don't go. I don't know what else I got. Yeah, I know. Uh, I feel out of stuff. Yeah, we had. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Went and checked out the new comic book store uh, at Freedom Comics. It was okay. Yeah. Had a lot of shit. A lot of toys. Oh, well, that's probably what's selling. Probably. Yeah. They also sell all the Dungeons and Dragons stuff and lots of collectibles. Yeah. Was, uh, where's that at? 
Uh, Sylvania. Okay. Over by DeVoe. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. There was uh <laughs> Oh, uh, heartbreaking news for me. Sorry. No, this is just movies. This has been movie and TV news, but heartbreaking. Uh, Watchmen got canceled. Oh, yeah? They canceled Watchmen already. Huh. Yeah, a little upset. But uh, as I was talking with some colleagues at work, it, it you know, the show, if you've watched the whole season... It has a beginning and an end. It could end where it ends. It's not exactly what you want as a if you're a fan of that kind of universe or that show, but it, it's it's you know like I guess the director just said, Yeah, I've done what I wanted to do. I'm moving on to different things. So then they just said there's no more as of right now. Mm-hmm. So and Amazon declined on, passed on the pilot of the Dark Tower, which I'm very upset about. But maybe that pilot was shit. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Like I, it, but well, it, you know, it, it's a, it's a hard book to write. To I write. Feel for like there is a. It'll probably find a home somewhere. Oh, I know. I'm hoping if they dry, if they give up the license to it altogether, that HBO picks it up. Because HBO is good at making characters you wouldn't normally like likable. Yeah. And they're good at writing those kind of characters. And Roland is definitely that. He's an asshole for the first two books. Like, not a nice guy that you would want to partner up with. (laughs) So. But, yeah. So I feel like Amazon can't afford to keep adding all these new shows with all the money they dropped on the token stuff. The Tolkien, yeah, uh, yeah, um, they did. They did buy uh, all those rights for like what was it? it a was lot, like four hundred million or something. Four hundred million, like, like, was it in the billions? It might have been in the billions because I think it. it yeah, it was. I think it might have ridic- been four billion. It was a ridiculous amount. I don't remember exactly <clears throat> because the movies made well over that. Like they're one of the most profitable movie fran. It's one of the most profitable three movie franchise of all time. I don't count the Hobbit because the Hobbit is garbage. Peter Jackson phoned that shit in. Well, every once in a while, he's got his Oscars. What's he care? Is that what it's about? I got my money. I don't give a shit. He's he's <laughs> too busy it. counting his money to pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> like uh, what was it? <laughs> um. Who's the guy that did Goodwill Hunting? Gus Van Zant in uh, in uh, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. I'm, damn it, Ben. I'm 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 busy. <laughs> I said I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, you're a true artist, Gus. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah. If, uh. What all, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm, I've watched shit, but I can't think of what I've been watching. Like, it's just been nonsense, mostly. Yeah. I haven't caught a lot of shows. Like, TV is... Uh, um, yeah, I haven't watched shit I mean, TV. I've watched plenty of TV, but I haven't watched, like, regular TV, like Fox or, or you know, like, uh, there's, there's a lot of shows that I don't watch, like... I watch medical shows because Tori watches them, and I don't mind it. Most of the stories are pretty good these days. Um, 
but like I haven't watched anything that's of major interest that in uh, yeah, like I'm watching Shameless, and that's about yeah. I'm watching the yeah. So it's it's it's, like it's, it's yeah. Like uh, if I have some things, I'm only three episodes in the Shameless this se- past season. Yeah, and I, maybe things I'm change. Almost current. Okay, not quite. But and maybe things change because you know the future that I don't. But it seems to me that because Fiona left last season, they needed someone to fill the Fiona role, and they obligated the actress who plays Deb. Right, she's kind of. She's essentially, she's essentially, forced Fiona, right? She, yeah. you know, she got. It just, the, these responsibilities just fell on her. Yeah. But at the same time, they're trying to, you know, I don't, I, I don't know whether it's because, I've watched the show since she was, I can't, I, it, it, the, the, whatever they're trying to do with her character, I can't do it. It's like, it's like Aya Stark. Put those away, young lady. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I. But for some reason, I don't feel that same way about Fiona, because of course she was a full-grown adult when the show started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't do that. You know. But I mean, it's just I. I don't look at where the show is going. Like Frank is Frank. You know what I mean? Yep. You, know, you know what I mean? His his hijinks and his cons oh, are oh, always Frank shit. Oh, is bad. are always wondrous, just, right? Just wait till you get up because it gets <laughs> fucking right. better with Frank. I, I I don't. He's got a storyline this season. It's amazing. Okay, good. Um, and it's not like I said, getting back to like Deb or something. It's not that the actress is bad; she's doing fine. It's just that I feel like there's a gap in the story because now there's a void to fill, and they're gonna try and fill that void with. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean, like I don't know. It just feels like that's what they're gonna try and do. But, uh, yeah. So far, that that show's pretty darn sweet. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's still going. It's funny still. Right. I'm not gonna complain about that. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've watched. Like, I'm up to date on Ray Donovan. I don't know if it's over or if there just wasn't an episode last week. I'm not sure. But I'm up to date on that, and that's, you know, Ray Donovan. People are getting killed and fucking covered up and... John Voight's being an idiot. Yes. <laughs> Committing crimes that he can't possibly get away with. Um, trying what? to think. Yeah, I don't know. I did hear something kind of interesting today on a podcast. What's that? And I wanted to, to tell you about it. So, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the ending of the Joker mm-hmm. is not the ending that Todd Phillips originally had. Really? There's there the end, and I don't know if it ever got shot or if it just got scrapped from the beginning. But but this is what I heard from. I don't even remember what I was listening to. What listen? But uh, so it was supposed to end with. Joaquin Phoenix shooting Thomas and Martha Wayne in Crime Alley. Okay. And then, like, you know, so Bruce Wayne's standing there. His parents are dead. And then uh, the Joker turns around and, like, shrugs his shoulders and then shoots Bruce Wayne and kills Bruce Wayne. Huh. feel like that would have been an amazing way to end that movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, because they're just regular people in that regard, right? Yeah. Right. They're, I mean, it's not like it's he doesn't, you know, there's no foreshadowing of Batman or nothing like that. It's just a kid. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's the Joker. I mean, if that movie... Um, I don't know. From a financial aspect, I think that the studio made the right decision. From an artistic aspect, it was the wrong decision. Yeah, I, I mean, think, like I, I said, I, I think, think I think if you were to go so far as to show that scene, all right, that hypothetical, this is supposedly what was, yeah, supposed to be. Um, you would have to do it in a way that would would convey the savagery behind it but also not disgust the audience to where it changes them away from the empathy that it had. You would lose all empathy for the character at that point. Maybe that would have been the point. Yeah. Because you don't have empathy for the Joker as we know him. I mean, no one had empathy for Heath Ledger Joker. You know what I mean? No one had empathy for Jack Nicholson Joker. Jack Napier was an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like... um, if anything, I think it would have redirected the audience from how they were feeling because, at least for me, and maybe this is a delving into my psych, my my psychiatry, if you will. But at least to me, for most of the movie, you feel sorry for Arthur Fleck. Right? Yeah. The even when he starts doing his shit, you're like. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or at least you you can identify as to why he's doing these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, uh, like we talked about, like we compared it to Falling Down, where it's, you know, right. it's a story of a man who's just been pushed around right. so far that he's finally right. snapped. Right. Except in this one, he's... Embracing it just, in, in, in that... Yeah. Right. <laughs> He doesn't change his order in the middle of ordering with the newsy. Yeah. In fact, instead of that, I'll have lunch. Um, <laughs> he does all that, and then he and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'll have lunch." Um, um, but uh, I think it would have changed the overall tone of the movie so dramatically, and it it would have been a stunning ending because it not only is it completely contrary to everything we know about the Batman and Joker mythos. It's a play on the 1989 Batman, yeah. right? Right, um, because that, I mean, Joe Chill's the actual comic thing, right? Yeah, right. So like, it shouldn't be the Joker, but it would have been a nice referral to us who grew up on Batman. Like, this is like Todd Phillips. Like, yeah, I'm killing Batman. Bam. You know what I mean? I just I, guess I, what Batman just never happened now. Right. Right. And and, and 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 now Gotham is fucked. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I just you know it, it, I don't know, just upon like when I heard that I was like that's like a total mind fuck. Like now you just you've just completely erased Batman. Right. Like Right. And it's it's like what the fuck now? Right. I mean that that would be it. You've you've eliminated 
an infinity of timelines off the face off the off the earth. Right. <laughs> but it could yeah, have, it, what could have been, I guess. Right. I mean, in, in, I think had he gotten his way with that, uh, had Todd Phillips gotten his way with that, I think uh, you would. Pro- I think the press would be. Because the movie already got bad press before it opened. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, it, people were, like, afraid it was going to cause... It, it was enabling incels and all this other stuff to where, like, oh, you know, like, it's going to give them a rise. They're going to start doing that shit, you know? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. They, no, I mean, I'm just I, saying... I know what, there, I know what There were mean, websites just, that were saying this. Yes, I, I didn't I, believe that garbage. You know what I mean? This is like... <laughs> go ahead. Say what you got to say. No, I just... It, I, I don't know. I... You know, more you can't say or do anything without hurting someone's feelings. feelings. Right. Well, I mean, and and the thing is, is, you know, movies are free speech. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's you should be able to make artistic statements that way. We good? I hope so. Yeah, we're still recording. Good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, you would have got some heat for sure. It, I don't, and I, I mean, if it changes nothing else in that movie, I can't imagine the ending of that movie ruining it to what it did because that it wouldn't change the acting. It wouldn't change. No, 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 it would. No, no, no. I'm not saying it would change the caliber of the performance or how I view it. What I mean, just, uh, but it would change how other people viewed it. You're right, it, it, but it would also change the overall tone of the movie. Like it, it, the the you know the Joker we see, you know Joaquin sitting in there without his makeup on, sitting there smoking a cigarette, telling the lady who he murders thirty seconds later, you wouldn't get the joke. I was just thinking of a joke, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, that Joker. Isn't I, I maniac just blatantly murdering a child? It was part of his repertoire at that point. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like murdering two grown adults, the Joker can do. Now, granted, because of the comic book code, you're never going to see the Joker murder children. <laughs> <laughs> young young men, sure. Children, no. He did. <laughs> what? He did. Who? The Joker killed a Boy Scout troop. When did he do that? Oh, in the comic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, my bad. I apologize. I will retract the last minute and a half of conversation, then. I feel like one of his I didn't first... Know that, I didn't know that he, he Maybe that one far. of his first appearances. No, his first appearance was as the Red Hood. There's the red pill thing. His first appearance was he was a guy down on his luck who was... No, that's the killing joke. That's in the comic. Yeah. Yeah, but no, he's in a comic comic. <laughs> like it's... Right? No. That's no? The, that's the killing joke. I understand that that's the killing joke. Yeah. But Batman did face a guy who was... The Red that. Hood is a different... But if the Red Hood... Joker being the Red Hood was from Killing Joke. And that's it? I mean, he could have been the Red Hood in other comics. I don't know for sure, but, like, 
No, I, I, I'm willing to go on your authority on this. I, I, I the, well, I'm yeah. I'm saying I don't know for okay. like I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent, but I know like that storyline where his first appearance, like he was, he his first appearance was the Joker. He appeared I, I as. I feel the, like I need to Google this. I need to Google this. My because phone's gonna die. He appears as a guy who. Like somehow dies in his first, like he doesn't die, but he dies. Yeah, I don't know. Or Batman, he disappears or something. Let's see. The Joker's first appearance in Detective Comics. April twenty fifth, nineteen forty. Batman number one. I don't. I feel like I have the time to read his entire wiki. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's too much there. It's, it's like, it's too much. But either way, point of is, I think that that ending would have done. One was against Warner Brothers because they want to run their franchises a little longer. You don't get to start off your franchise reboot by killing Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um... But besides murdering a Boy Scout troop. But yeah, like, I mean, I even the first thing, his first comic book appearance, the Joker is portrayed as a criminal mastermind introduced as a psychopath with a warped, sadistic sense of humor. The character became goofy prankster in the late 50s in response right. to the comic code authorities. Right. So, yeah. So he was crazy and then he got goofy. And right. that's how we ended up with the, go- the mm-hmm. Joker we have now. I was actually watching this thing that was talking about, I think it was a Wisecrack. I love Wisecrack. I'm shilling for Wisecrack right now. Yeah. Um, But they were talking about Batman through the ages, or comics through the ages. Yeah. And they were talking about the idea that in the 1930s, when comics first started taking off, you know what I mean? When, yeah. You know, in, in World War II and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, they were... Superman was fighting Nazis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Punching it and knocking out Adolf Hitler, that kind of thing. Um, that was frowned upon. You know why? Why? Because it showed Superman doing all those things and not the U.S. soldiers who were actually the ones fighting and dying. <laughs> so people... So the uh, comic book authorities pulled them back and made... Um, in time, If you ever notice, in times of economic desperation and war... Generally, comics are more happy-go-lucky, hmm. um, and they uh, the cartoons or TV programs are also a little bit more silly. Like, uh, how did we go from a guy who was just wearing a Batman outfit or a Bat outfit and picking locks and being like a Sherlock Holmes detective, and that's it, yeah. and not a super crime fighter? to the Batman and Robin of Adam West and uh, um, what's his name? Burt Ward. Burt Ward, that's correct. How did you go from that then to dark and serious? Because in the 60s, uh, when they were making the the Batman, Batman, the emphasis on... Violence had to be more fun. 
there was a whole thing about it. It was talking about like the tone of America in general and receiving types of entertainment, all that kind of stuff. It was just an interesting thing that I would recommend anybody go to the Wisecrack channel and listen to if they're into my into this conversation. Yeah, but how it may have to check that out. Effect, how the times affect the way we view things. It's in, it's an interesting. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the way we view things now is someone's offended right this second. Well, I mean, well, someone's always offended. It's just that... That's a trigger word. I'm well, offended. You know, the thing is, is people can be offended all they want. It's just that you don't have the right to be so amazingly vocal about it because being Whoa. offended means Whoa. nothing. No, I, I, I have to voice my offensiveness or off, uh, a voice that I was offended. You're saying I don't get to have my voice is offending me right now. I want to cry. Well, you are well within your right to spout that cry nonsense <laughs> as much <laughs> as you want. <laughs> as I can't even say it with a straight face. Right. You know, like I remember, I remember when I was in college at BG, my first year, they were campus preachers, right? Okay. You know, like, like you're a bunch of sinners and the Lord is coming, you know, like hellfire. Yeah. yeah. Hellfire to the campus. Fuck yeah. thing. And you know, the funny thing is, is I remember certain people would get in debates with them. Certain people would, you know. Agree right on, brother. You know, whatever, whatever. He'd be like, I agree with you. He's like, You're still a sinner here going to hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why not? But I don't know. It was just one of those things where, like, I don't like they say college campuses now are ultra liberal, like that kind of behavior on a college campus. They're like, Get out of here, you, you know, whatever, 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 son of a bitch. You know, you'd have mobs of people kicking the campus preacher. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I don't know if that's a, even a, a thing you can do these di- these days. I, I don't, I mean, you know, technically it's a free country. You can do whatever you want right. without breaking a law, but you're going to offend people. So. Right. I mean, and you never know what's going to offend people. I mean, you Something know. we have said on this podcast is going to offend people. Well, I'm sure specific context would... Just because we said a word. It was a trigger word and someone's offended now. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I don't care. I don't either. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. That's the point. But I'm just saying, like... Right now, it seems like in any form of art, in any form of thing... You can't you can't be restrictive on art, but you can't call everything art, right? Like you can call you know like Martin Scorsese went on on the record and saying that Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't art. Yeah, you know what I mean. And from his perspective, I see his reasoning, right? You know, he's been sitting there for years trying to build drama out of like raising a camera six inches to a person's face. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? To where like for us, the audience, it means something or it, it, or it implies something is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Christopher Nolan does that. A whole bunch of the, the higher end directors 
yep. can do that cinematography that makes that shit work. But, like, opinions are like this. Right? You can have an opinion on anything. You can have a statement about anything. You can whatever. But I look at opinions like artwork. Some of them are more valid. Some of them have actual footing, some some foundation. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. Like there's a in in San Francisco, I think it is. There's an art museum where it just has a canvas piece of piece of canvas just painted white. Yeah. And it's art. It's not art. It's not art. It's not art. It's a color. It's not art. A color is not art. What about the the banana that was duct taped to the wall? It's 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 that's not art. <laughs> I mean, like I, the, to me, there is there are certain things, and you see that that's where this is where the whole offended thing becomes. Me merely saying that that's not art offended somebody. I'm sure probably did, not yeah. any of our listeners because they wouldn't have been able to handle us for this time to get to this possible thing right here. But no, it's not art. The the trial of Socrates is art. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the 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 uh, um, the um, um, the Mona Lisa is art, and you could argue why. Because someone took time, effort, and actual ingenuity and craftsmanship to make something. I mean, I can make you a chair. Yeah. Out of a log with two cuts right yeah but is it a chair (laughs) it's a place to sit for sure the very foundation of a chair the very purpose of a chair but it's not really a chair it's just a log and that's what the art world tries to make things and movies and tv in particular subjectivity is everything yeah it's semantics no semantics. No semantics. Potato, potato. No way. It's a big deal, man. People are weird about that kind of stuff. People like, are weird about everything. I can understand if you're making a movie called The Gods of Egypt and there's not one person of Egyptian descent in that movie. Yes, I can get it. When it's a bunch of Nordic white people playing okay. The Gods of Egypt. Yeah, I can understand if you yeah. throw a little bit of guff well, that way. Well, hey, they forgot it wasn't 1940. Right. <laughs> right. Right, it belongs in the annals with Charlton Heston playing Moses. You know, it's just perhaps. <laughs> well, why not? Okay. I mean, but in the 1950s, in the time of the Ten Commandments, there was no one else to do the job. You know, what I mean, there. Well, you know, you didn't yeah. have Egyptian immigrants flocking to Hollywood on a regular basis. Not at all for that kind of thing back in the 1950s. You weren't even probably allowed into the studio. (laughs) Or the city limits. Right. (laughs) Right, you know? So, I mean, like, it's just with that, you know, I I feel like there is certain things that... Semantics and subjectivity, I don't know. I I get what you're saying, yeah. Because, like, it's like, I... What was it? You ever watched... You've watched Dave Chappelle, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Outcast skit? I don't know. Okay. Well, Andre 3000 comes into a coffee shop looking like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> and Big Boy's sitting there just trying to enjoy his afternoon. And they haven't spoken to each other 
like it was like right after they broke up or whatever. All right. And at one point he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing an entire album made of nothing but the sound of grinding metal with one note inside of it like Now, someone might consider that music. No one I know would consider that music. So is it music? Probably falls under industrial metal. (laughs) (laughs) Music. Ah, but I mean, I just. Look, I mean, I have I have guitars over there. I could go grab it, one and strum. It, it, it sounds like it sounds like uh, what was it? The the Tool Time Band, Unknown Proven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With the wobbly saw and the fucking buzz in the fucking in the fifty five gallon uh, garbage can and drums. The and the, on the, yeah, yeah, the, the grinder on the yeah the grinder on the drum. Grinder on the drum. Yep. <laughs> But I mean, like that, you know. To me, that I mean, you could, you could say you can make noise and rhythm and melody out of those things, but you ain't using that for any. No one's pulling out a grinder at a bar like, watch me make play this song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not how that works. You know, yep. So, in my opinion, movies and TV have the same premise. Some things are good TV. Some things are bad. Some yeah. things are. Some <laughs> movies are just. Not movies. I mean, it's like Doctor Doolittle was fairly a movie. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's yeah, everything's subjective. Oh yeah, entertainment yeah. has to be subjective. I'm not saying. I, I mean, I might tell you you're wrong, but my opinion that you are wrong is no more valid. Yeah, than your opinion that you're right. But at least you, if I tell somebody they're they're wrong, <laughs> I can at least give them the reason. <laughs> but in that, I can't. <coughs> what the fuck is going on here? I don't know. It, uh, so many fucking pop-ups today. It's been just like random pop-ups. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well. Everything needs updated. Right. Oh. Oh, man. I rewatched Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Was it better the second time around? It's still good, yeah. If uh I noticed more st- like but I listen to like all all right. the podcasts and everything. Right. So there's a lot of little like nods and easter eggs like to the podcasts. Right. So you like stuff like that where it's like, ha. I didn't catch that when we were there, but there's a lot of that kind of thing, but yeah, it's definitely worth rewatching. Yeah. Well, I'll get on it. That's what I told Todd about it today. I was like, yeah, I bought it. I was rewatching that. He was like, oh, it's out already? He's like, yeah, I want to watch it again so I can start start to remember lines and stuff. I was like, yeah, it's you got to get it. Right, for sure. I mean... <clears throat> I think Todd and I exchanged at least one Silent Bob quote a week. It used to be more like every day, but that's just because, you know. Well, when you work with each other every day. Right. But yeah, Jay and Silent Bob's quotes are amazing. 
I also noticed there's two points in that movie where Kevin Smith talks. He's got like his little his his no uh, tickets. I mean, I mean that that the type of thing. What? Well, he's got his little speech, right? And then he's got like a little one-liner, like later on too. Does he? Yeah, you tell cause, me. Because I'm trying to think what he says, but he's got his little his speech he gives like to the to the KKK, right? Where he's like directing traffic and you know <laughs> telling them. Uh-huh. No, you're all fired, whatever the fuck right. it was. And then, like, at the convention, when Kevin Smith's on stage right. talking, and he's in the, they're sitting in the crowd, he looks up and, like, says something, and I was like, I don't remember him saying anything before, but, and so I don't know if I just missed it when we watched it. Oh, okay. But it's just, like, a quick one-liner, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well... Uh, yeah, definitely worth watching. Maybe one day you'll you'll watch the banana splits and we can talk about that. Maybe I will. <laughs> for the record, he's let me borrow this movie for the last probably five weeks, and I have not watched it. <laughs> but that seems than, to be longer than that because it was before you went on your cruise. Okay, so seven weeks. <laughs> yeah, seven weeks. Um. But that's nothing compared to the other stuff you have. So. Oh, I know, but it's sitting safely and sound. It's all it's all accounted for. It, I'm not I'm not concerned about. No, it. but it's funny because I I have like three of his movies and then the Killing Joke, the actual book. And you then, have the movie too. Yes. Okay. I, wait, did I give that back to you? I don't know. I might have it upstairs. I don't know. I don't even no, know what I have. No, I don't think I have the movie. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I I don't know. Yeah, I have that. Look, I have the book, Tusk, Red State. Uh, I think I gave you back Flashpoint. Yes, I have Flashpoint. I saw that. And I have the Dark Knight Returns one and two. Okay, that's what I got out of yours. All right. I still have Mike Mosek's Blazing Saddles. I don't know where it's at. He let me borrow it like before I got married five and a half years ago, and I have not returned it. I don't even think he remembers that he let me borrow it. Why? <laughs> Blazing Saddles? Because I told him at one point, I told him at one point I'd only seen the movie in its unfiltered entirety once. Okay. The rest of the time it was because it was on Comedy Central or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Completely yeah. edited. Um, so he's like, oh my gosh, because that's all Mike Mosek quotes. He quotes Blazing Saddles like with perfect context almost five times a day like to the situation like he can quote something that resembles the situation at work he does it all the time it's, it's pretty funny huh but yeah he let me borrow it and I haven't given it back to him so I mean maybe I should get on these things and do it's that it's been like six years I think it's yours now right <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'm a movie thief meh I mean, I'm pretty sure I still have movies that were from Blockbuster, so <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I've got a library rental from 1994. Library rental. <laughs> <clears throat> it was uh, uh, White Fang. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, this is funny. Um, yeah. Well, we got some things to look forward to. Yeah, birds yeah. of prey. And yeah. That's uh, what a week away. That's next yeah. week. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll see it. I'll pay money to see that. I'll go see it's it. It's win-win for sure. me. Tori's gonna want to see it. She's going to want to see it because of the female empowerment, and I'm going to want to see it because of the female endowment. <laughs> and hyenas. That's right. Sure. I want to see it for the hyenas. Bud and Lou. I think that's their names. Uh, but uh, we got that. What else is coming? Oh. I mean... This year, lots, current, recent, coming up well, I mean, we're quickly, just, I don't know. We just started the year. Yeah, there's not much. It's already the end of January. This year's flying by already. Well. I have no concept of time anymore. It all just fucking blends together. Work. Yeah. Sleep. Take care Sometimes. of Sometimes. Work, sleep, take care of kids. Yep. I don't know. I try don't know and what stay out those of, things are. Try <laughs> and stay out of trouble for buying Funkos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're in the doghouse for buying Funkos? I have six in my car I'm supposed to take back to the store. <gasps> are they going to go back to the store? Yeah. Oh, are they going to go back? They'll go back. Yeah, they'll go back. <laughs> I got yelled at about it. Over my cold, dead hands, they'll mm. go back. <laughs> no, I just got yelled at about it for, uh, you know, that I I buy stupid shit. I don't buy for my collection. I mean, it would be for my collection, but my defense was I buy the ones I like. That's not good enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, potentially not. <laughs> <laughs> so. How dare you be in charge <laughs> of your hobby? <laughs> Something. <laughs> no, it's the, yeah. I, uh, I can't, I, you know, it's the Funko Pops are cool, but I, I can't get into the collection of it. I don't know what it is. I have a Rick Sanchez in the car. Rick Sanchez, King of Shit Rick? No. You should have gotten King of Shit Rick. No, I got in the spacesuit with the Terminator snake. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little Terminator snake with him. <laughs> but it's probably going back to the store, so. Well. I don't know. Oh, well. I I know I have a problem with it, so. <laughs> well, admitting your problem is the first step to recovery. Something. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, it's about that time, so. Yeah, we're hitting the hour mark. We're over an hour now. Mm-hmm. We went from having a nothing to talk about to well, I mean, filling when we quite talk a about bit bullshit, of conversation. We can, a, we can get a lot of shit done, conversation done that way. Absolutely. Talk about absolutely anything. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it for this week. Uh, you know, do what you want to do, be what you want to be, and unless it's killing or doing bad shit to kids or breaking laws that are <laughs> not. So do whatever you want to do, be whatever you want to be, except everything that the law does not allow you to be. No. <laughs> no, I, well, only if it's only bad shit, like don't hurt people, don't 
do shit like that. Fuck you. Here, Fucking, here. you know, whatever. Here, here. Fuck it. Uh, that's that's pop culture hooting. Annie. I'm Dan, Woo, and I'm Justin. Bye, bye. One, two, three, four. Pop culture hooting.